The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Camping Out, broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys Training Camp on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. And now your host, Shannon Gross. Welcome to the show, and it's Camping Out Live from Oxnard, California, presented by our great friends at American Airlines that were so nice to get Nate's wife here yesterday on time and to training camp. And today is Back Together Saturday, the big initiative by the NFL to have all the teams practicing and bringing you live coverage from training camp. I am Shannon Gross. Alongside me is the legendary Nate Newton. And my partner on hanging with the boys during the week. And I'll tell you what, man. To all the folks that are out there, were thousands of people out here today. And I bet you half of those listened to hanging with the boys. Me and Nate were on the stage pre-programming earlier. Nate was, I tell you what, Nate was hyped today. We had good mood, Nate, out here today. (laughs) And he was, he was, uh, should have taken the poll today. Dude, he was, yeah, we should have. Should have done the poll today. Should have done the poll. And, I tell you what, I think half the people will listen to the show. Everybody was stopping by the stage saying, man, we love you guys. So we love you guys, too. Too numerous to mention, but everybody that was at training camp today, thank you for saying hi to us. Uh, Nate was taking pictures. He's taking pictures before every practice. So if you see us, jump up on the stage. We'll take a picture with you. Nate doesn't do autographs, but he'll take a picture with you. So Yo, man. I tell you what, Yo. we got a special guest joining the show right now. It is none other than um, – Barefoot Jake Ferguson is joining yeah, the show, man. so he just rolled up to the show. Yo. Where are your shoes at, man? I don't need shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. So how does it feel to be a number one pick? I'm not a number one pick. Yeah. <laughs> tell him who the number one pick he is. You're my number one pick. Uh, he is. You're, uh, yeah, you're I appreciate that. You're yeah. his pet cat. We all have a pet cat every training camp. Yeah. We, we adopt somebody. Yeah. I'm not like, a cat. I'm a dog. I like this guy. I like this guy already. I'm telling you, you might. <laughs> I read your bio and it, everything I've read about you, you know, coming from Wisconsin. First of all, I want to congratulate you because you can catch. Thank you. Appreciate it. Because (laughs) at first, everybody from Wisconsin, I thought only could block. Mm -hmm. But now you can catch and block. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm I'm glad to have you. Hey, man, let's just give him a big round of applause. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Now I'm going to let Shannon take over. Oh, no. This is the takeover (laughs) show, man. You know how we do this. Yeah. We we try not to get too heavy in the weeds on football stuff, Jake. We, We try to. We try to get to know you as a as a as a human being because football players are human beings, right? <laughs> yeah, you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's your experience been like in Dallas so far? Hot one, we know that it's oh, been blistering me about summer. the heat. I, I thought I was good with the heat, and then I I'm in Frisco and I went for a run, probably at about five or six. Whoa! I got a mile away from my house and I was dying. And then you're stuck. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm a mile away from my house. I pulled up Uber. I was Uber, say home. Uber home. I was say that Uber home. Yeah. Wow. Uh, well, hey, go ahead. Hey, you know what? I was reading your bowel, man. That Barry Alvarez is your grandfather. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How how was how was that household growing up, man? Yeah, I mean, it was it was all football. I mean. Yeah. I still remember as a kid, we do. He had a pool in his backyard, and we had this thing called divers, and we would jump off his 
his diving board and right. jumping, and he'd laser a ball at us. And we just <laughs> for the first couple first couple each day, it hits you in the head or right, get right. you wrong, and then right. like you'd start catching it. Yeah, and I feel like that's where my ball skills really started oh, to develop story, as, a, yeah. as a young as a young kid. Wow, man! Did you always want to play tight end, or did it just kind of morph into that? I was always defense. Um, really, I played middle linebacker throughout high school. Um, mo- I had a lot of offers for defense, D end, linebacker, and then. Um, Never played tight end in, in high school or anything like that. And then once I got to Wisconsin, they were like, let's have you play tight end. And I just fell in love with it and uh, didn't fall in love with blocking at first. Definitely took a little bit, but uh, got into it. And, yeah, like I said, fell in love. So let's go back to the defensive end, man. I mean, that, but you were highly recruited, though, right, as a defensive end? Yeah, I, I would say it was about half and half because mm-hmm. um, I played a lot of receiver in high school. And they were like, this kid can catch. He's got a big frame, so maybe we could turn him to a tight end. But I, I came out of high school, I weighed 205. Okay. So that first year at Wisconsin, I said, how am I going to gain this weight? <laughs> and the old-fashioned Wisconsin way, they said beer and pizza. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Two of my That's favorite brats. Yep. So you, a little bratwurst over there. Yep. Yeah. So you grew up fans of what sport, what players? Man, share, share your life with us, man. Ooh. Brothers, sisters. Yeah, so I got a brother. He's four years older than me. Um, we – I – Grew up a football kid. I mean, football okay. was in my family. My dad played at Nebraska. So, I mean, we were always playing football. And then outside of football season, played a little baseball, a little basketball. But I was fouling out every time in basketball. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, it was too close to football season. And then baseball, <laughs> I just didn't like it. It wasn't enough violence or anything like that. But <laughs> growing up with my brother, we were really close. He was four years ahead of me. So um, when I was real little, he was like, let's play football in the basement. He would get on his knees. And just because I was a lot shorter than him, he's like, all right, let's go. And he'd still tackle me, put my head through the drywall a couple of times. Right, right. <laughs> I was like, God, like well, how am I supposed to win this? And I eventually started winning a little bit. And he's right. like, all right, I'm going to stand up now. And so, yeah. Uh, and y'all got out of the basement, right? Yeah, yeah. I had one, one year with him at Wisconsin, and he learned quick that uh, yeah. little brother wasn't so little anymore. Yeah. yeah. So you've got – you and Nate have a lot in common. Nate was a defensive guy yeah. growing up in, in – switch to offense but he still had that defensive mentality i can tell you got a little you got some like you said dog in you right yeah yeah, yeah. i mean blocking's just it's just as physical but you got to have that mindset i mean you got to go in there and want to remove people and that once you figure that out and you find out that mindset it, it gets fun yeah so what was what, what as the draft was going uh and i know we, we all have agents i mean they probably project you wherever wherever but as it was going on, did you have a feel that the Cowboys were interested or do you have other teams that may gave you more love? They were one of the teams that I actually met with at the Combine. I met with three others um, and actually talked to uh, the tight end coach, uh, Lunda Wells, and was talking to him, had a good time with him at the Combine, talking to him. And I kind of was in the back of my mind hoping, but at the same time I was sitting there just like, okay, whatever happens, happens. I'm just going to go with this opportunity and try to prove myself. And then I, was, I remember sitting there and it was Baltimore called, or Baltimore was on the clock, mm-hmm. and I, mm-hmm. I was like, or my phone started ringing. I was like, oh, like right. I'm going to Baltimore. <laughs> right, right, right. And then I looked down, and I flipped my phone over, and it said the star, Dallas, Texas. And I turned right. around smiled to my brother, and I was like, and I gave him a nod. I was like, let's go. <laughs> I was real happy. So so when was it Jerry that you, when you answered the yeah, phone? Yeah, it was yeah. Jerry, yeah. How did, it, how did it give us Jerry on the phone? He's like, how's it going? And I was like, it's good. It's good. I'm doing a lot better now. And yeah. then he's like, let's just put a star on that helmet. And I was like, I, like, I, I, 
kind of blacked out for a second. <laughs> I was like, let's go. Like, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. What was it like when growing up in Wisconsin? Did you grow up a Packers fan? or No, I hated the Packers. Really? Oh, yeah. no. Who was your team? Oh, no. <sighs> I can't That's even, I can't even up say there, man. name right now. Uh, I was a Raiders fan growing up. Okay. Hey, give me some. Right. That's yeah. my second favorite team. Yeah. Yes, sir. Bro. That's okay. You can say it's they a safe space. They used to be physical, yeah. man. They, yeah. they were some. Yeah. <laughs> they were some dogs, boy. Yeah. And then yeah. I kind of, I mean, growing up in Wisconsin, everyone was a Packers fan, and that yeah. just kind of. Didn't want to be like everybody else? I mean, it was just annoying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't even well, know. Well, I'm glad you grew up in Dallas, man, because yeah. it's annoying in Dallas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What other uh, sports were you are you into? You watch basketball, baseball, hockey? Uh, well, I can't ice skate, so not hockey. Okay. Uh, I like a little bit of basketball, like a little bit of baseball, but I'm usually all football. Yeah. A little curling in Wisconsin. Yeah, went, I've went heard of a couple of curling that. clubs. Have you? Yeah. They have one in da- up in Frisco, I think, don't they? I've heard they have. I one might up have there. to see what yeah. that's about. I yeah. heard they have a, an, an arena where you can go. It's like a curling arena. Yeah, there, I would so go check that yeah, out go for check sure. It out. So How you've done that before, you man? How good at curling? Yes. Oh, not very good. I'm oh, okay. good at the broom, but when I do the little rock, right. it's called something else, but I'll throw it way too far. Okay. You know what we need to do, Nate? When we get back and we have our full show with, with Jesse and Kurt, yeah. we need to have a team outing with Jake and go curling and let him teach oh, us how to curl. Oh, we tear it up. Yeah. Let's make up. that happen. We'll go video yeah. it, put it on the we website. Let's do it. Right. Let's do it after what? the season. <laughs> after the se- yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> okay. yeah. Off season. That's an off season project. That's an off season thing. I don't want to slip on the ice. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. a good point. Good point. You know, oh, man. Fell wow. on the ice. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're here, man. How, how do you feel? I know y'all haven't put on pads, but how do you feel you're progressing from, all, from day one of hitting the star and getting out here now? For sure. You feel good about it? Yeah, I feel really good. But I mean, obviously, there's a lot more to, a lot more to do, a lot more to, kind of live up to and kind of progress. Um, but as of right now, I feel like I'm making sort of those little strides day by day. And I mean, my goal is right now to just pick one thing every day and uh, get better at that and focus on that. Has anybody wow. told you yet that um, when when Jason Witten showed up, um, drafted for the Cowboys, Hall of Famer, we Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. I know he started with 48. <laughs> he did. Yeah, that was yeah with Parcells. He was 48, and then when he made the team, they obviously flipped him to 82. Okay. I don't think McCord's gonna if you make the team give you 82. Yeah, just letting you know. I don't think so either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just letting you know. Yeah, are so. you sticking with 48? Yeah, you stick with 48. We'll see what happens. I mean, it's to me, it's not really about what number I'm wearing. I like stuff with eight in it, so I mean, 48's got one. Um, it's about who's wearing it. So I guess, um, but I mean, there was already a great before me who wore wore 48. Yeah. So. Um, living up to that and just trying to make do with, with what I got. Let me ask you this here, man. Because I'm, you know, as you can tell, I like food. Uh, <laughs> what gave it away? What gave it away? Hey, look, right. here. <laughs> look here. What do you eat to maintain yourself? Are you a nutritious guy, or you eat what you want to eat? Yeah. So, oh, in college, I was not a nutritious guy like, right. at all. I was eating whatever, and kind of, I got up to 260 at one point. Whoa. It was big. And then, like, a gross 260. <laughs> and then I, I kind of figured it out my senior year and was, like, leaned down to about 245, and now I'm 250. Okay. Um, but it's a lot of protein just to kind of maintain and gets because I just keep wanting to get stronger. And then um, my greens and then carbs to, uh, to give me energy and stuff. But, I mean, my Achilles heel 
is the cheese curds. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh man, wow. not bad. Oh. I just got back from Wisconsin, and brought a whole bunch back. Let me ask you, Ray, how, how do you feel about French fries? Okay, so here's why he's asking. <laughs> Before you answer, Nate's going to tell because we got to let you go. But this is going to be our ending question for every right because he he had a habit back when he played, and he's going to tell you in a minute. And Osa was on the show yesterday, and he had probably the funniest response. So right, right. tell us how you feel about French fries, then Nate will tell you his story, and then we'll, then we'll let you go because you got stuff to do. But how do you feel about French fries? It depends on the fry, I guess. Uh, curly fry is unbeatable. Right. But the fries that are, like, mushy. Not uh-huh. good? No, uh-huh. I don't do those. Okay. Wow, I like them all. Yeah. All right, so tell, like Nate, all. tell them what you used to do used when to, you played. What was your snack, your afternoon uh, snack? This uh, is a snack now, Jake. A whole Jake. bag of all out of fries with the, the crinkles. A whole bag. Yeah, he put a whole, a whole bag. bag in the oven and eat it yeah, as a snack. Yeah, eat the fry. Every day. It didn't matter how as I came snack. fry. Oh, yeah, man, with ketchup, man, <laughs> salt. That's all I wanted. That's probably why I got a, That's why I was obese. I yeah. Played. See, right now we're like 302. I weighed before practice. And I weighed with my shoes on, so I probably make two ninety nine. Yeah. And I played it like anywhere between three twenty five and three forty. Tell tell Jake what tell Jake <laughs> tell Jake. I'd love to block with you. We would have had some fun. Hey, we had some fun. Before we let him go, tell yeah. him tell him your story about about your your farm you used to go to before camp. Oh, the fat farm. Uh, yeah. They used to call it fat farm. Yeah. I, why can't I'm gonna ask you this question? Why can't offensive linemen have personal trainers like skilled guys? They call Nate's going to the fat farm in Florida. And I'm like, I, have, I, I paid a guy hundreds of dollars a, a, a year to get me in shape. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. But tell him why. Tell him what you were weighing because before you be went wearing, into camp. Because I would probably wear about 380 to 400 pounds, and I had to get it off about six. They're just body shaming you. I would have been. I would have embraced the 400. <laughs> we would have had fun. <laughs> you didn't embrace it. Yeah. I like that. Good. Yes, sir, bro. All right, Beers and beer and pizza, baby. Yeah, we go. We're going to go to break. When we thank come back, we'll uh, break down a little bit of practice. Jake, uh, thank you for joining us, man. Right, come on the show anytime. Me, Glad yeah, you're on the yeah, team. Yeah. Looking forward to following you. Nate's going to keep up with you every day. Oh, yeah. When we yeah. get back to the star, we'll have you back on the show, man. Yes, sir. So Sounds appreciate good. Appreciate you stopping by. We will be right back. Man, say he would embrace it. Yes, sir. Out. He would it. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star? and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. 
Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. Back to Camping Out. Welcome back to Camping Out. Shannon Gross, Nate Newton live from Oxnard, California on behalf of American Airlines. American Airlines should be your only choice for flying. That's how we get out here to camp, and that's how we're going to go to Denver and L.A. and back to Dallas. So, um, <laughs> used to be brought to you by a car company, so people thought we drove out here. Yeah. Well, well we, a few of us do drive, but the majority of us do fly. <laughs> yes, some of us do drive. I yeah. saw, you know what? I found. I saw. Finally, saw the infamous van that Nate. Oh, I saw. I dropped sends them off us text it. messages. Yeah, from. I need I to saw. see the inside of it. Um, we'll do that before the end of camp. So, Nate. Now that we got Jake, I like Jake. He got some. Yeah. He, Jake a little. Different, he got a little man. attitude, man. I like that. Man. Yeah, I like. He seems like an all football all the time kind yeah. of guy. I like that. I like. He, that. Uh, I'm gonna tell you something, man. The response, uh, and so now that's we got to do that every show. The French fry. We yeah, that's gonna French. be the ending question. Yeah, the for ending question. French fry. French fry. What do the, you feel about French fry? That'll be the. Who ending did, we question. got Patrick Swayze coming. No, it's uh, uh, it's uh, it's better. It's yeah. we're gonna welcome to the show. Before we get into uh, just Jay. Before we get into, you ain't gotta wait on no grand interest. You're yeah. on camping out. This yeah, ain't the man. Emmys or right there, man. Right there. Put, put that headset on. Don't walk across the camera, man. Yeah, man. Have some self awareness, Patrick. This, I mean, you've been on the job one day. Today's your first day, and you don't even. I mean, act like you've been here before, man. Come on, Come on. Man. act like you've been here before. Welcome Thank to the show, you, Patrick Walker. Thank you for having. So most of y'all are probably like, who the hell is Patrick Walker? Well, we're about to tell you who Patrick <laughs> Walker is. So Patrick Walker, we're gonna let him tell you who he is, but. He is our, our new staff writer for DallasCowboys.com. Uh, how, how long you been on the job, Patrick? Uh, I've been covering the Cowboys for about No, no, no. How long you been in this particular job that you do right now? Today. Okay. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so about four hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome, Today. Welcome to the team. Today. I didn't mean to cut you. I did mean to cut you off, but go ahead. Tell us how long you've been covering Wait, the Cowboys. Hold on, hold on. What? What? Uh oh. I've been talking to this dude for four or five days. And then you have work for because I've been out here. working today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how y'all let this dude Jerry? Oh, oh! oh. How y'all let this? They had they had to see if we would if we would jail first. Oh, okay, all right. They had to see all they right. they specifically put it in the offer. They said this offer is contingent upon Nate Newton liking you. Okay, and I and I love so I said you, okay, man. well let me find Nate you, at the at the meal table and let let's chop it up. And all, right. all he had and he knew what to say. I'm a Cowboy fan. And he got and he got you. It's a blessing. Been following. Obviously, I've been a Cowboys fan all my life. For those that may or may not know, that's just a fact. It's literally tattooed on my arm. This is one of the greats. This is one of the reasons that I became a Cowboys fan. Look, you already got the job. You ain't got to know. All of that is all of that is a segue to the following. I still have to get Nate eating okra. That's that's a mission. You don't eat okra. He does not eat okra. You're from the south. You don't eat okra. I eat pig feet. That, hey, listen, that, that, <laughs> that realization from Nate was one of those real never-meet-your-hero-type moments. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Because he doesn't like okra. I don't, like, how do I you don't not eat like okra. okra. You know, okra gr- green, slimy okra with, <laughs> with red tomato sauce. But you can fry it. Fry it. I said try it. Fry it. Fried okra, not bad. Fry it, dyed, and fricassee it, and I'm not eating it. No, man. 
Yeah. Nate, Nate so is setting his ways. We can get into another open. conversation. Let's do How it. How did you panhandle up on this job? Oh, man, it's it's a blessing, man. <laughs> Derek reached out to me, uh, you know, a few weeks Derek ago. Who? Derek who Eagleton. Derek? The okay. Derek Eagleton, man, right? I told you, you, you know, already got the job. You don't man? have to keep doing this with everybody <laughs> that works what's with us. What's the man? Mandelon, what's his name? Jerry Madelon. Jerry, he gave me like three things. Get to the point. Tell your point, prove your point, and get out, man. Come on. See, <laughs> so you try to get me out already. So what? Trying to get me out. So what you're saying is you ain't listening to nothing Jerry said ever. I ain't listening to nothing Jerry said. <laughs> I love you, Jerry. I love you. I'm learning. Okay. But no, no, man. I've been covering the Cowboys for about 15, 16 years. But this, this has always been a dream for me to not only cover the Cowboys and cover the Cowboys the right way, but to do those two things for the Cowboys. So um, when, when the team and Derek Eagleton reached out to me a few weeks ago, asked if I was interested, I couldn't have said, Yes, uh, more passionately enough. So right. I, I'm just thankful to be here with you guys, and we're gonna have some fun, man. The, the science has arrived. We're gonna have some fun. Have you you, s- you see that that right side of that little uh, section of the desk that you that yeah. you're right yeah, there? I, you want to know who did that? Who's no, that? I, Nate Newton's pinky. I, he put no, his pinky no, on the desk no. and it just gave it broke and it gave and it broke and it gave yesterday. And the no. first thing he I says to me is, Chris, just, come fix this. Come fix the desk. Fix oh, this, Chris. There's another, another guy we used to say, come fix this. <laughs> I can't use but that drop can't anymore. Use no more. Yeah, we can't, can't use, use it. I, I could believe it, man. I, so I, where were you, if you don't mind me asking, where absolutely. were you before you, you – I was covering the Cowboys for CBS Sports. Um, okay. That was my most recent. That's where I'm transitioning over from. Prior to right. then, I uh, was paying my dues the 24-7 sports, uh, covering the Cowboys, but also helping on the college recruiting uh, standpoint right. of, that, of that page and everything. Wow. And just, you know, USA Today, also in my background. Shouts out to the Cowboys Wire, my, my good friend KD Drummond. Um, just basically climbing the ladder, man, trying to pay dues, trying to do it the right way, trying to do it with integrity and making sure that uh, the team just deserves the right type of coverage. Oh, yes. Are you a true writer? Yep. You don't use a computer. Everything you do is on a a, a typewriter. I could do either. I I actually was telling. (laughs) I I was telling our good friend Willie here, I I have a typewriter. What is his name? Willie. William. Will. Wait a wow. minute. Wow. I never heard nobody. Wow. wow. He called you Willie. <laughs> he been on a job one day and y'all like that? Y'all already? like that? Wow. Listen. Hey, man. Wow. Hey, you, you my boy. Call me Willie. Listen. William, bro, Will. I've, I've bro, been Will. off Willie. this time. Willie never told me you can call me <laughs> Willie. I've, I've, I've often been labeled a habitual line stepper. Yeah. Right. So, whether it be it in. Oh, that wasn't, yeah. on, that wasn't for on wow. air. They, hey, this is yeah. the show that's infamous for <laughs> saying stuff on air that you're not supposed <laughs> no, to. That's so supposed to be off. Yeah, because I even called Derek, uh, Mr. Egan, just a couple of times, you know, just to show respect. And he called oh, Derek. That's boss man. man. I, I call, yeah, that's but boss you man. call him Derek. Derek, man. Who is Derek? I mean, now you got Willie. What you call Nick? Huh? Eat me? Yeah, okay, but at least you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got a question for y'all. Let's talk some football for at least five minutes before we get off the off Did the show. Yes, Nate, focus, focus, Nate, 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 Nate. Watch this okra. What? No, exactly. Now he's focused. What? No, he's focused. No. He's focused now. What did y'all watch today? What What did you see on the field? And tell because tell the people that were not out here what stood out to each one of you today. What stood out to me? I'll start. Thank you okay. for asking. <laughs> um, I think the offense and defense both had good days. There were some plays well, how, made on the how, offense. How, how is and there that? were some plays made. Did you see the touchdowns? The one-handed no, touchdown no, I by Simi. Do you watch practice? I do. I do. And what I gathered today what did you gather? was the receivers in the red zone and end zone 
they were getting good spacing mm-hmm. and catching the ball. Right. That, I look at little things like that, you know, just, just to see if you – because those guys was all over them the first few days. These guys were covering pretty good. Yeah. But this today it had a nice little red zone, end zone thing. I, I could agree with that. Uh, what I saw today was uh, James Washington did take another step forward. He had a mixed bag yesterday, had a good day on day two. Yes. Um, Ooh, and and nice he's zone. locked in the battle right now with rookie Jalen Tolbert. But then now you're starting to see guys like T.J. Vasher yesterday's play. He jumps out. Now he wants his name to be in the mix as well. Simi Fajoko, who's been trying to get his name in the offensive mix since he uh, arrived in Dallas, right. he makes the one-handed grab. So to Shannon's point, I like what the offense brought today because to this point prior to today's practice, the defense had been setting the tone for mm-hmm. the most part. And they also – defense – and the reason why I said they both had good days, uh-huh. defense dropped through, what, three inter- three interceptions, yep. Chris? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they had a chance to – I mean – McQuamble could have had one too. Yeah, yeah, I think they had – I think they both – stepped up and had their moments now if you say who won i would say the offense won but i think they both and today yeah today you brought up the wide receiver position and i was having a conversation with one of our uh our co-workers uh earlier today this is going to be the position man that i think that's the position to watch this year what's that the wide receiver position the defensive line position no I'm, I'm going you watch the line. d-line i'm going to watch the receivers because here's what i'm looking at at receiver i'm going to break the tie I'm going to break the tie. How are you going to break the tie? You just showed up yesterday. I can still break four, the tie. Four, four hours on the job. He's telling us how to run the shot. I can still break the tie. Okay, break the tie. I have a feeling he's going he's gonna to go with me. Okay. What's the tiebreaker? It's a defensive line. Oh, oh, <laughs> call me Willie, baby. Call me Willie. This, this team has shown you if they don't score 30 points, you can't win a football game. So I think I think the position battle that I'm watching is the wide receiver position. I was position. just glad. Because this team goes as that goes. I was just glad to see Washington catch it. Ends up something in the end zone, really. I feel like this this offense, if, if Kellen Moore finally takes that next step consistently as far as scheming players open and whatnot, I think this is an offense that can make uh, certain receivers possibly better than they would have been otherwise. But when you flip over to the defensive line, you lose Randy Gregory to free agency. Right. I think Neville, I still predict Neville Gallimore is going to have a breakout season now that he's healthy again. Predicted it last season, but he had the elbow injury that kind of derailed it. A healthy Neville Gallimore, uh, you look at they bring in, you know, road graders like John Ridgeway, for example. Another year under Oso Digzua's belt, Chauncey Golston, for example. You have to look at the – interior defensive line That's right now weird. because there's a ton of questions for a Cowboys team that struggled to stop the run in the past and now you lose Randy Gregory on the edge you don't want to overcommit Micah Parsons in my opinion to defensive end which means you have to get your defensive line worked out otherwise you're going to overextend Parsons and now that negatively impacts your linebacker core where you have additional questions. I, here's the thing I didn't say which position was was most valuable I just said the position that I'm going to watch. So I don't disagree with you guys, but let me throw this at you. Throw, okay? us, throw, throw it at us. Throw it. Wide receiver position, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got C.D. Lamb. That's your number one right out of the gate. Right, right. You got Michael Gallup that's probably looking like he's going to start on – he's going to miss games. Maybe up to – Let's they put him, late, let's, late September. If they put him on yeah. pup, it's six games, right? Yeah. So then he's out – let's just say he's out of the mix. So you got C.D. And then behind C.D., who you got? You got the, you got James Dal- Washington. No, you got well, Dalton you Schultz. Dalton Schultz is going to catch 100 balls yeah, this year. You got yeah, Dalton Schultz. Yeah. See, as much as you want to – he is the receiver. Mm-hmm. And as much as, you know, I wasn't for this kid, I am for this kid because he – I'm seeing out here in practice. He, that, that gets him three that, or four no, passes. Security yeah, yeah, practice. Yeah, security blanket. So. so you got CD and then you got just wide receiver. I get Dalton Schultz okay. is going to be a security blanket and he's, he's – 
going to put up numbers. Well, if, you, if we go on Jesus Are you going to let me are you going to let me finish my point? <laughs> yes, like sir. I don't ever yes, talk sir. football and this is why I don't because okay. when I try yes, you bully sir. me on this show. Okay, no, I'm not going to bully you. Go ahead on. You're on the right track. Go ahead on. CD and then you got James, you brought James Washington in to be your number 3, right? With Gallup out of the way. That's your hope. He steps into your number That's 2, your right? But then behind it you got Noah Brown which he's been around forever and you mm. know what he is, right? This team loves him. You got Simi Fajoko. Mm-hmm. Then you got Jalen Tolbert, which you drafted, and you heard great things about him in the offseason, mm-hmm. right? Pick. Then you got TJ Vasher, which has done nothing but like Showed show up out flash. here, right? Yeah, flash. And then you got, you brought in uh, who? Turpin, Cavante Turpin, which you got to think they brought him in to be a special teams kick returner and punt yeah, returner, right? Returner. And I tell you what, that's the smallest human I've ever seen in pads in, on a pro football field. He is, he is, he's 5'7", 156, and I don't believe he's over 148. And one of the fastest. So uh, fast. He, he goes he from so zero fast. to top gear so fast. in a blink of an eye. And then a, a guy to keep your eye on that I hear that Dak really likes this kid is number three, Dennis Houston. So you got all these receivers in the mix and you really only have one guy that's a true number one which you don't really know he's a number one yet that needs to step up and prove that and then you just it's kind of fuzzy behind that so that's why i'm kind of interested on hey who's going to step up and make this team that that's why i'm watching right that's fair i think that that is a good let me give you some. Thank yeah, you for letting yeah. me talk, Nate. Yeah, I appreciate that. Man, let me give you there some, you bro. Thanks, Patrick, I mean, for letting me talk. Oh, okay, I'm done. I'll, y'all just have the rest of the show, and then I'll just take us out, out, out of This is what I feel. This is what I feel. And I agree with him. And we had we talked this all the time, and that's probably why it's over-talked to me. I'm sorry about that. But this is what I feel. You got C.D. Lamb. Then you got Dalton. And then if they do it right, you got the kid coming out of the backfield. You know, Tony. So, Tony. So that that's your guy. That's your that, receivers. <laughs> because yep, don't, don't James don't Washington because you can motion Pollard out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what James Washington can do. He wasn't consistent when leaving the Steelers. Am I correct? Did he mm-hmm. come from the Steelers? Yeah, he yeah. Got from the Pittsburgh. Steelers. I mean, why did he get away from there? I mean, it wasn't money. I have an idea there. Okay. I, I think that I was high on Washington coming out of OK State. Right. Uh, I think that the Steelers put him in a situation where you have a declining Ben Roethlisberger mm-hmm. uh, and when you have a quarterback that's declining and the offense is trying desperately to figure things out you look at how heavily they leaned on the run game so you have heavy in the run game right in addition to a quarterback that's struggling how much can you expect from any wide receiver in that unit right. so I, I give him the benefit of the doubt coming over to Dallas because I still see the skill set there but admittedly he's had a mixed bag here through the first four days of training camp which is why as it stands if you ask me who has the lead behind Dalton Schultz as far as who could get uh, the third most targets over the first few games you look at someone like Jalen Tolbert uh, I mentioned uh, on training camp live you look at someone like Dennis Houston thank you for bringing Dennis Houston mm-hmm. uh, up in this conversation You're welcome, Patrick. because I think the Western Illinois kid is going to surprise <laughs> it's going to surprise a lot of people. And he already has a good relationship that he's building with Dak Prescott. So don't be surprised if you have a guy like that. But maybe the Cowboys run heavy on, on wide receiver and carry seven and run you know one man light on another position so that they can have three or four guys at any given point in time behind those one or two spots, the first two spots, that they can throw in and kind of feel things out until Gallup gets back. I just, I just feel like it's right here. You, you – You've put a lot on C.D. Lamb. Mm-hmm. And if we are not if, – if he don't see the ball in the first game 12 times minimum, you did him a disservice. 
I mean, we, we can't go through what we took Amari through or what Amari took himself through. I don't know how that went, but where he would disappear some games. Chicken of the egg. Since some games he'll get eight or nine passes. You have to be consistent with C.D. Lamb so he can grow. So he can, he's going to be literally learning on the job mm-hmm. what double coverage is. He's going to be li- literally learning on the job what uh, a, precise right, a precise, precise route can get you open. He's going to be learning on the job. Mm-hmm. And he's going to have to be more consistent with catching that ball. You can't wait for the big player. You can't wait for the spectacular play. Yep. You are the number one guy. You got to pick that ball up. So, but and I'm I'm agree with Shannon, but I don't see none of these guys because I've seen none of these guys. Mm. And it starts Monday for me. That's why I, I'm a little lax. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll be looking at practice. I'll look at a few <laughs> things, but I it starts Monday, man. It does. It when starts pads Monday, man. So Monday. Pads, come on. Yes, sir. We get to we get to see what some of these guys are yes, about. Sir. What, what are you going to be watching, or who are you going to be watching on Monday? Well, you know, I got to go to the fat man. I meet the fat guys, and I'm going straight to which the, side of the ball? The, Both I'm, sides? Oh no, just offensive line. Okay. My first day that I'm looking at the offensive line, and that that will lead me over into the defense. I got to because if we don't fix our offensive line, it end of season. That's it, my brother. End of season if we don't fix the offensive line. Who are you watching on Monday, Patrick? I'm, I'm kind of the polar opposite of, of Nate here. I'm watching the defensive line and then, you know, as a consequence, watching the offensive line. I, I'm looking heavily at guys like Oso Digizua, newcomer John Ridgeway. I'm looking to see how they can gel with a guy like Neville Gallimore, who's looking quick. Gallimore is he's looking quicker this year. Um, looks like he had a great offseason training regimen. I need to see that interior defensive line finally get it together for the Cowboys so that you don't have games like you had against the San Francisco 49ers wherein it doesn't matter if you can stop the pass because Trevon Diggs has 11 interceptions and Anthony Brown is coming in picking off the ball so forth and so on none of that matters if they can gas you at the point of attack so for the Cowboys for me while I am looking at the O-line because you come and go as your O-line goes for me the money is right there on the interior defensive line who who are you looking at Shannon hang on Chris who are you looking at I, mean, I was going to say, don't forget about Tristan Hill. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. That's the one guy you forgot. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he's a flasher. He didn't want to call out a flasher. Who or what are you looking at, Chris? <laughs> oh, I'll probably look at the uh, wide receivers against the DBs. Yeah. Because I think that, that's going to be huge. I'm going to yeah. tell you the most important thing. Hang on, hang on. Willie, who are you looking at? <laughs> Willie, yeah. <laughs> Willie. My bad. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Uh, oh, Williams, yes. Williams, that's, that's, Williams, Williams pick is, that is Jabril Cox. That's yes, a good yes, one. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just, I'm just intrigued by the – I just like the sexiness of the wide receiver position. Every and year I, he jump on And I like, I, I like the diversity they have because they got a, a body control type guy in James Washington that's kind of short and stocky for a receiver. And then you got Vasher that's got this crazy link that you can just, in the red zone, just throw it. It's a rubber band. He's, Dude, he's got he's he's got Des Bryant athleticism. I don't want to compare him to Des, but he's got that kind of go up and get the ball mentality. He but he's he's probably got six or seven inches on Des. So I'm interested in that. And then you got Turpin in the mix, 
that he caught a pass today, and man, you lose that little dude. Very Darren Sproles like. They had an end around yesterday. Yeah, they lost him on. Yeah, and it's like so. I just I like the. I'm intrigued by the wide receiver position just to see because it's going to be a log jam and see. Usually, there's one guy that you know Cedric Wilson stepped up and kind of come. They don't become your number one or number two guy, but they come. Somebody's going to become a contributor. I'm just kind of interested. A big big three, and you know, I'm going to tell you, it's easy to figure out the defensive line. I'm telling you. Big Neville and, and Bohannon and, mm-hmm. and, and Quinn. Osa. It's, all they got to do is take them to Cracker Barrel and stick the pancakes <laughs> in front of them, and let's see who can eat the most pancakes. Nate, Nate had Whoever eat the most pancakes, <laughs> yeah, we go, we're going to be fat. We're out on the stage. We're going to be fat. The stage this morning, and Nate was in rare Come form. On, man. And he was like, these big dudes came up, and they want to take a picture with Nate, and they were probably every bit as big as Nate. Yeah. There was a whole family of them. It, was, it looked like a dad and, like, three of the sons. Yeah. And Nate was like, we got some earth movers out here, some earth movers. I bet y'all can move some pancakes, too. And I'm just like, oh. Oh man! Like, it all comes back to the pancakes. Yeah, right? man, it's back, it's it's always if back I can to the get French fries guys, and the pancakes, take these guys and put them in front of and say, whoever eats the most pancakes, whoever gets the most high cholesterol, just carb fat. load them. Yeah, and then <laughs> you know that way they can just wall on the field. We don't be no running lanes. You know, uh, what I'm it's hard to get around walls. Shannon, you want to talk about the kicker? Oh, oh, oh yeah, that was we almost, go. Yes, thanks for bringing that up. Before we told me you want to talk about Yeah, we talked about this yesterday. <laughs> and Amber had one job, and she did one job. It. So me and Chris pulled up the slack, and we and we watched the kickers. And I think it was what from forty eight yards, Chris. Yeah, they moved it around like around forty between forty and forty eight. Forty and forty eight oh. yards. Our kickers were four for eight, not ideal, and five for eight, not That's ideal, which saying. is about fifty five percent as a as a unit within uh, inside fifty. Yeah. So. We'll just leave that right there. We we don't need to discuss that anymore. But at some point, but I heard, be, I at heard some somebody. point we're going to be saying is the kicker for this team on this team. Correct. Which if they if they don't show up on Monday when the pads are on in a high stress, this is not this is with no stress. This is just them mm-hmm. doing their own thing. Right. You get them in some because they haven't put them in game type situations yet. If, if you and what if, I heard is about a holiday is hey, don't worry when the game starts, you'll be on. Oh no, that's not how this works. No, no. <laughs> No. That's not how any of this works. Did you hear that, Willie? Did you hear that, That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here because we're hungry. Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air. Yes, Willie, thank you for keeping <laughs> us live on the social channels. Nate, thanks yeah. for bringing hey, thank it to you. you. Hey, good receiver talk. Great, Great receiver talk. talk. Great D-line talk. Patrick, thanks for joining us. Welcome to the team. Thanks, man. Happy to have you, This dude been hanging around for four or five days. <laughs> you didn't even know. You didn't even know. Hey, you know the best part is? What? He plays Call of Duty. Oh, yes. Yeah, he does. We'll I don't care. Oh, yeah. The dude was hanging around. He could have been a yeah. sniper of some sort. No, sir. Yeah. Nate, we get rid of but your, your, your Nate, radar would have went off. Nate, right? Nate, Nate loves Call of Duty talk. Yeah, yeah he, does. he doesn't yeah. play it, but he, 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 he wants we, to watch. We'll talk some uh, some KDR. He wants, uh, we'll talk some he wants to watch us play yeah. so bad. We're going to have to make that happen. hang around yeah. for five or six All right. Days. Patrick, welcome to the squad, man. Trying to get you some okra was a setup. Thanks, Sam. All right, we're out of here. Hey, thank you, American Airlines, for sponsoring this. This has been another episode. We are off tomorrow. We are. Monday, we don't know who our guest is, but nope, the pads yet. come on. It, we might go for three hours Bring on us Monday. the president of American we, Airlines. We, That's we, what we need. We might go for three hours on Monday. Oh, There's going to be so much to talk about. We will see you Monday. Same place, maybe the same time. We'll figure all that out. Thank you, American Airlines. They we will be hit. back next week. This has been Camping Out. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!